everyone. Thank you for joining us for this installment of California Employment News, an informative video resource offered by the Labor Employment Group at Weintraub Tobin. My name is Megan Bainbridge, and I am a shareholder in the firm's group. And today I'm joined by my colleague, Katie Collins. Today we will be discussing how California employers can use time attestations to their advantage. So make sure you stay with us until the end to learn some best practices we've learned litigating this issue over many years. Katie, before we discuss time attestations, can you remind us what California law requires of employers with respect to meal and rest breaks? Thanks, Megan. Labor Code Section 512 requires employers to provide a meal break of not less than 30 minutes when employees work more than five hours a day. The meal break must begin before the end of the fifth hour of work. A second meal break of not less than 30 minutes is required if an employee works more than 10 hours per day. The second meal break must be provided no later than the end of an employee's 10th hour of work. Employers must authorize and permit rest breaks of 10 minutes or more to those whose daily total work time is at least three and a half hours. Employees must be offered rest breaks for every four hours worked or major fraction thereof. Anything over two hours is considered to be a major fraction of four. As a general rule and insofar as practicable, the rest break must be in the middle of each four-hour work period. In an eight-hour day, one rest break normally falls on either side of the meal break. Though this is the general rule, there's no absolute obligation to permit a rest period before a meal period. Rest breaks are not recorded, meaning employees do not clock in and out when taking them. Megan, now that we have discussed the general requirements for meal and rest breaks, can you tell us a little bit about the recent case that prompted employers to consider time attestations? Of course. So in Donahue versus AMN Services LLC, the company used an electronic timekeeping system to track the work hours of its non-exempt employees, and the software rounded time entries to the nearest increment of 10 minutes. If an employee began the meal period at 11.02 a.m., for example, and clocked back in at 11.26 a.m., a potentially non-compliant 24-minute meal period, the software would record the time punches as 11 a.m. and 11.30 a.m., representing a compliant meal period. The plaintiff filed a class action suit alleging that AMN services denied meal periods to non-exempt employees, improperly rounded time records for meal periods, and failed to pay a one-hour premium for non-compliant meal periods. First, the court held that employers may not round time with respect to meal and rest breaks. We're not going to discuss rounding today, but that will be the subject of another California employment news update. For today's discussion, we are going to focus on the court's discussion of time attestation. There, the court ruled that records reflecting non-compliant meal periods create a rebuttable presumption of a violation. When time records reflect a non-compliant meal period, the employer can rebut the presumption of a violation by presenting evidence that employees were provided with the opportunity to take a proper meal period, but chose not to. And how does an employer do so? Through time attestations. The court specifically approved of AMN's use of time attestations. There, the timekeeping system provided a drop-down menu that prompted the employee to choose one of three options. One, that they were provided an opportunity to take a meal break before the end of their fifth hour, but chose not to. Two, that they were provided an opportunity to take a 30-minute break before the end of the fifth hour, but they chose to take a shorter or a later break. And three, that they were not provided an opportunity to take a break before the end of their fifth hour of work. The employer was required to choose an option when entering their time, and if the employee selected the third option, they were paid a premium wage for the missed break. Katie, 
how can employers use this decision to their favor? The best way to establish compliance with California wage and hour laws is to keep detailed and accurate time records for all non-exempt employees. If possible, timekeeping should be done electronically in real time. This will allow for records if and when any time entry is changed and ensure that time is not rounded or guessed after the fact when not kept in real time. If an employer's records do not show a compliant meal break was taken by the employee, it may be possible for the employer to use electronic attestations at the time an employee does not take a full meal break, takes a late meal break, or misses a break altogether to make clear why the break shown in the time records is not in compliance. If possible, attestations should come up at the end of each shift when an employee goes to clock out for the day. The attestation questions would be required in order for the employee to clock out. We recommend that the attestation consists of multiple questions, which ask the employee to attest to the following, that they have accurately recorded all of the hours they worked, including hours outside of their normally scheduled work week and overtime, that they received a continuous and uninterrupted meal break of at least 30 minutes that began before the end of every five hours they worked that day, and that they took a continuous and uninterrupted 10-minute rest break for every four hours they worked. If an employee selects no as to one of the attestations, they would then be asked to fill out a notice of non-compliant meal and rest period and premium request form, or something of that nature, that allows them to explain whether they were prevented from taking a compliant meal and rest break or voluntarily elected to take a non-compliant meal and rest break. Keeping this kind of detailed time records could significantly reduce the risk of wage and hour liability, specifically class actions and claims under the Private Attorney General Act also known as PAGA. Even if an employer does not implement this exact kind of attestation, we recommend that some step be taken to ensure that the employer has evidence to rebut any non-compliant meal and rest breaks shown on timekeeping records. Thanks, Katie. That does it for today. Thank you for joining us. You can continue to find California Employment News on our blog at thelelawblog.com and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We'll see you next time. Thank you.